fiction is an existential metaphor that allows us to tell stories about the human condition. Isaac Asimov once said, individual science fiction stories may seem as trivial as ever to the blinder critics and philosophers of today. But the core of science fiction is an essence that's become beautiful to our salvation. Tell me how many lights you see. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. I am Sierra Garcia. I'm Chrissy Raffensperger. And I'm tired. <laughs> Hi, tired. I'm Scott Herzog. Jeez. Yeah, good. Yeah, well, welcome everyone, and it's uh, we have a full compliment tonight. This is awesome, and um, it's just it's just really great. And uh, we have all sorts of news coming out of Comic Con. We're going to be talking about that later on the show. Obviously, we're going to do some other things. Miles, what's going on in our show that we are going to talk about that we're excited about? So we're going to uh, talk about what's going on in our sci-fi world. Um, Comic Con. Um, dropped a lot of trailers last weekend and i mean i have a bunch here but we may not get to them all but i think card season three is a huge one um lower decks is probably a huge one and uh uh maybe black panther 2 is a, is a huge one i have a couple other ones here also but um some, some really cool trailers came out this weekend that, uh, that I'm, I'm jazzed for very cool well we're excited about that Friggin' nerd Christmas, right? It, now. it is just like Christmas in July. Bring it on, Comic Con, Comic Con style. Well, uh, before we get into discussing some of those, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on in our world. And, um, it's been a very long time since we had you in the show. And we just want to hear a little bit about what's going on in your sci fi world that you're excited about. Well, um, I did just I did a re listen of uh, Ready Players One and Two. Um, kind of, kind of preparing myself because I know that they're filming Ready Player Two. Um, I am halfway through the first Witcher game on like Muppet Baby level mode, um, using every possible cheat I could get my hands on because it's a lot harder than I remember. Uh, I just downloaded Stray and started playing that. I don't know if you know about that game. It's you're basically a cat who's been separated from your family and you walk around with a little backpack and you have adventures to find your way back home. I'm going to have to tell Kiefer about that game because he would love it. It's stinking cute. It's 30 bucks on steam. I think it's available on a couple of other platforms, um, but freaking adorable. You Um, had me at kitten. (laughs) It was, it's great. Given my display, I just because cat, I'm deathly, deathly allergic of cats. I feel like it's super fun because I get to like walk around and be the be the jerk that cats are. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna, know, I was gonna ask you, can, can you, can you be an <laughs> asshole cat in the game? That's the real question. I think so, but this is a PG show, gentlemen. 
Um, it's obviously been a while since you've been here. We, we, Christy has introduced the potty mouth into the show. So. Oh, I love how she's like, gentlemen, it's totally <laughs> I might have to bleep some of this out. But. Okay, that's it. All right, now I know where the I know where the limit is. So much salt here. I think Job's wife is sitting outside somewhere here. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. I uh, I'm I. What else? If I I was just starting. I finished. The tree of the orange something or the other. That's oh, like the ar- the the orange the the priory tree, whatever it is. Yes. I did not really like that book, but you go on. I I I had to listen to it twice, um, and I ended up like doodling out everybody and drawing out a map of like these are the families, these are the countries, these are the lands. This is a. I fell in love with it. I really did love the world that it created. I haven't bothered to look to see if there's more of that world or if that's it. That's a long hunk and book. It was the so only. I, it's the only book in the series so far, I think. Okay, and it took me two listenings, so it's fifty hours <laughs> to read. Because there's just there's so much world being built, and I think because you know, Lord of the Rings, I have reference to um, The Witcher, I have reference to. Um, there's there's so many series that are in fantasy and science fiction that I've I've either had like a comic book or a court cartoon or a TV show to fall back on to help me make those references. I I feel bad that I haven't given my brain the opportunity to create those worlds and imagery on its own. So my brain just kind of went, where's why isn't this on HBO? I don't know, brain. I don't know. But for now, we're going to have to use our imagination. And I think by giving myself that grace of like, you know what? Just listen to one chapter at a time. Don't go whole hog in. And I think that's what did it. I really did savor every chapter. And I appreciate it. It's, it's, it's probably three hours longer than it needs to be, maybe four but it just it built a whole new world that I have not experienced, and I think I've been craving that. You know, like we're getting Lord of the Rings back on television, yay! But been there. We're getting um, House of Dragons. Ooh, Targaryens. I've uh, seen it. Yep. So having this fresh new world to kind of base my uh, to let my brain play in, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not like you know, I give it you know three M's out of three and a half M's out of five, but, um, it was really, I enjoyed it. And then just catching up on a lot of like strange new world, which was glorious. Um, looking forward to Andor, which starts in August. And I just saw Top Gun Maverick, which is neither science nor fiction. Well, fiction it is, but it's not science fiction like of, but I, as as much as I despise, that man, uh, that movie was really good. It was very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what's been going on in my sci-fi slash action slash um, fantasy world. And I know it's been a while, so I tried to be as fast as possible. <laughs> and I missed you guys. God, I've missed you guys. It's yeah. just been stupid Thank grown-up you. jobs. What the French? I know. <laughs> what the right? fork, right? <laughs> yep. I get that referenced. We watched a good place too. But anyways. Yay. 
Chrissy, uh, t- uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on in your sci-fi world. Um, so I haven't had as much time for science fiction and fantasy as I've wanted because I've been hard at work studying for my LCSW, which is so close, so close to getting um, approval to go take. But I, so I didn't really watch a whole lot, but I did keep reading as I'm wont to do. So I read The Buried Giant, which if you like original medieval Arthurian legends, you you will love it. Um, Red Foundation, that trilogy, finally decided to try Sarah Moss. So I read The House of Earth and Blood, which is a Crescent City novel one. I mean, it was there. Like, I'm not into it. I don't want to call it like trashy fiction, but there was a lot of sex stuff. No, no, no. Was- it is trashy fiction. I <laughs> for, for, for another podcast that I did, we read through the entire Throne of Glass series, which was fine up to book four, five. Then book five suddenly became X-rated. I'm like, okay, when- all right. Way and- to describe that in detail. And it's, it's Bill, it's sad because it starts off as like a high school juvenile book. And I'm like, well, you probably don't want to put this book in the library. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and I gotta say, like, when she remembered that there was a plot happening, instead of, like, describing all the really pretty men, I mean, I get it. The men are gorgeous. It's very nice. You can stop drooling, pick up your jaw from the floor, go solve the murder mystery. Like, when she remembered there was a plot to be had, it was pretty decent. But all this other crap that went with it, I was like, what? can we get back to the fun stuff now? Like, I don't, I don't. Whatever. But I guess for other people, that is the fun stuff. I mean, I am the person who said that I stopped reading Outlander because I was exhausted for the characters. There was so much sex going on. I was like, that's, that's, I don't need it. I don't, like, I'm not here for that. But other people are. So whatever floats your, whatever floats your boat, people, I'm not judging. I mean, (laughs) yeah, not (laughs) much. And then I read 10,000 Doors of January, which was really cute. I really liked it. Um, very similar to the same vein as the Starless Sea in in some ways. Um, I think the Starless Sea did it better, but I definitely enjoyed the 10,000 Doors of January. Read Book of the Night by Holly Black. Um, also, good book. Um, really liked the whole like doppelganger, shadow, and like psychology themes in it. So, of course, I was all over that. Um, finally decided to read Jim Butcher and um, Stormfront which is, of course, Dresden Files, Dresden Files, however you say it. And, I mean, when he stopped taking himself so seriously as an author and, like, and just channeled his Terry Pratchett and just, like, put that into, like, noir, it was fantastic. When he tried taking himself seriously, I'm like, dude, go back to the funny stuff. Like, just roll with it. Um, so if the other books are more, like, him not taking himself as seriously, then I'm, I'll probably go back to read more. But if he continues this trying to take himself seriously thing, I'm like, nah, honey. You're done. You're done. Yeah, yeah. Do go with what you do well. And you do a noir version of Terry Pratchett very well. Um, and also reading Artemis by Andy Weir. So good. Those are. Oh, that's such a good book. Yeah. I know. M. M. I know you like that. That was my least favorite of his books. But I. That, we can have a discussion on that one without Scott. <laughs> I'll talk about it. I'll gladly be in the discussion, but no, I was not like 
absolutely Martian Project Hail Mary, phenomenal. Artemis, I was like, meh, maybe I need to give it another listen to. But that's fair. I mean, that's fair. Well, there are some books that I have found that I enjoy like listening to more than reading, and some books I find that I like reading more than listening to. So maybe like that's, I'm not- maybe that's my problem. I mean, one of the many. Which but- I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> that I would do, but sometimes every once in a while I can like get the audio book from the library at the same time I get the physical book. And then I can just like queue up <clears throat> in the audio book, like where I am when I'm listening, going back and forth to work. So I don't have to waste time while I'm driving. I can just keep reading my book. It's awesome. There you go. That is the one problem with having physical books is you can't read them while you're driving. Well, you can, it's you're just not, not advisable. Yeah, it's not, not good. Not good. <laughs> I did have a professor who totally admitted to reading books while driving. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned Outlander. We probably should let Miles speak because he is currently delving into the world of Outlander and loving it. So, Miles, go ahead. So, um, my sci-fi world, uh, watched the uh, season uh, finale of the Orville. Apparently, I heard it is coming back. On, on Disney, so that I'm I'm excited about that. Not really sci-fi, but I had COVID uh, a week and a half ago, so I, and I didn't have much to do. So I watched Terminal List on Prime. That's one with uh, Chris Pratt. And I, speaking of exhaustion, um, I, I binge watched season five of Outlander on Netflix and got caught up on it. But um, um, I enjoyed it. I, I think there was less reason to be exhausted in that season um, yeah. just saying. um but uh, if, as far as reading goes i finished reading the third mission uh visit the american revolution uh it's a time travel book by richard scott uh, i'm going to start reading soon uh, the enigma, enigma cube by uh douglas uh, richards and i'm um, looking forward to the next couple of weeks right now it's kind of a not a lot of new stuff right now, but I'm looking forward to Star Wars Andor and uh, She-Hulk uh, in, in a couple weeks, in a few weeks. Good. That'll be fantastic. Dave, how about you? Well, not too much. It's been pretty busy around here like most of everybody else. Um, yeah, I finished watching Orville. Loved every minute of that. I, I really hope they come back with a season four. Um Went out, had some time off, so I went out to my local, semi-local game store. I haven't been out there in a while and ended up picking up the expansion for Star Wars Outer Rim from Fantasy Flight Games and picked up the base set for Star Wars Imperial Assault. Both of them have, both of them are solo, able to play solo, so I'm looking forward to starting them up once I get a good free minute yeah. or half day. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, that's really been about it. Yeah. Sci-fi wise. Very good. Then my sci-fi world, as I mentioned, I finished Strange New Worlds. I did enjoy it. Um uh I saw what people meant when they said that this Captain Kirk channel Jim Carrey looked a little bit like it. However, he captured for me the decision making of Captain Kirk. And for me, that was the point that messing up the timeline would have taken that decision-making away from Captain Kirk, and he would have made different decisions that would have saved people in a different way. Um, 
And so I, for me, I, I enjoyed that final episode. That was, that was well done because of that. Um, I watched some Demon Slayer. Got about halfway through the first season with Kiefer. Oh, I like that. Yeah, so it's that's so, yeah, it's, it's so good. good. It's so cute. And then I watched uh, Orbital Children, which is another anime. I got through. It's only like six episodes. I got through five of them. Um, and then what else? Oh, I watched The Gray Man on Netflix. I was mildly interested in, um, and it was a good action film with a lot of shooting and blowing up things. And so, yeah, you know, mindless, mindless fun. Um, and probably the most geeky thing I said, Kiefer and I went out Sunday, we watched love and thunder and really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. Oh, keep going. Sorry. And I, I was glad, I was glad that, um, I was glad they put a hole through Russell Crowe, but anyways, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was cute. It was adorable. It sets up, it sets up for some, maybe future things are going to do with Thor. They obviously have Thor returning and whether that's as Helmsworth or whatever, um, we'll see, we'll see. But I bet, uh, but we both walked out of that having enjoyed it and we're really, uh, appreciative of all the cameos and stuff that happened in that. So, um, you were going to say something. Yes. Um, I want to talk about Thor. For like let's talk, seconds. let's talk about Thor. Yes. Totally. I, Did anyone here see Thor other than M and I? No. Miles, you didn't see it because of the COVID. I'll, I'll be super non-spoilery. Everyone but dies I, in the end. You got it. I mean, you all, I think you all know, like, where, what happens to Jane? Yes? She dies. Well, no, not that part. That Jane, is, Jane is the mighty Thor who wields Mjolnir. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that was the obviously like from the posters. Yeah, yeah got it. So yeah. You, would, you would think that that's a given, but there are some people who didn't get it that I accidentally spoiled that to. Okay. Oh, so. All right. Well, uh, they yeah, obviously really, were not I, paying attention. So I, I feel like that was very explicitly in the trailers, but go on. Well, you know, it's for people. Maybe, maybe they had an asshole cat comic. that kept it from them. There are people who are not prolific in comic book things. They just, they like them and they like the movies. They know very little about that kind of thing. So anyway, um, I need to officially uh apologize to natalie portman because i almost didn't go see this movie because i thought can she really pull off the mighty thor i have all of the books since mighty thor came out six years ago um and i called her lady thor um and i i was so worried because i just i love i really do love that book and natalie portman (laughs) knocked it out of the friggin' park. She I was, was so fantastic. Happy. So I owe her a huge apology, though she still needs to apologize for me, to me for episodes one, two, and three. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I get mean, that. I mean, yes. Yes. I, I'm just going to say that based on her other performances, we're going to say that that was probably a director issue. I'm just going to say. Yeah, maybe. Hey, if Ian couldn't if he couldn't say that, then, then no one, no one can. Yeah. I mean, anyway, come on. yeah. So Thor, 
Thor Love and Thunder is phenomenal, whether you wait to see it in Disney or whether you see it in theaters. It was well done. It was cute. It was funny. Um, And it was, um, it was, uh, it was, it was great. So, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking to, I'm looking to see what they do with love. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. So, yeah. 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 I'm there with you. Yeah. So I'm there with you. Yeah. So that's, that's sci-fi. That's probably, it's probably the bulk of what I'm doing. So, yeah. So we can move on into uh, some uh, stuff that dropped out of Comic-Con that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh, was that this week? Uh, yeah, I didn't hear it. Huh? I was been off Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram. But you're making fun of me. No, uh, uh, no. Am I? No. You are. You are. Maybe. You are. A little. A little bit. All out of love. All out of love. All right. So, uh, where do you want to start, Miles? Do we want to just go into Picard season three? Yes. We can do Let's that. Do did everyone watch right. the trailer? I did not. I did not, but I can. Yeah. I really didn't do my homework. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm pulling like it out. I'm pulling up. I'm going to play it here. So if you want to watch it, you can watch it. You're only as good as those around you. These days on the Enterprise made me a better man, a better father, a better friend. I thought I could inspire people to bring justice to an unjust universe. You have no idea how hard it is to be in this world. Do not presume to know what I have and have not sacrificed for this. We have to be willing to go through that door to what's next. There's a whole universe out there. Wherever you go, we go. Here, in this moment, let's do what we spent our lives learning to be great at. As long as you and your crew remain steadfast, you are never without hope. So we're getting uh, the next generation season eight. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, they're literally bringing the whole crew back. And the only person that's not here is we, we didn't see data and we didn't see Wesley Crusher. Right. But, oh, but we did. Well, we did earlier. Yes. But. Uh, like I told you guys, it's like that time when you're young and you got that crush that you see and actually talks to you, says hi, looks at you and that tingling feeling you get in your stomach. That's what I get when I watch that. Just seeing the band back together is just such, such excitement. And they darn well better not screw it up. Cause I'll be seriously, seriously. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so don't ruin his childhood. So, so here's the thing. I know that not everyone's been fan of Picard season one and two, but I have been, it is the series that has made Kiefer love Star Trek. And and I, I I do. I love the series. I know there are some elements that are plot holes in it, but I think it's fantastic that we're going to see the crew back together here. Mm. And, and, oh, yeah. I, this, this is the Picard I think everybody wanted to see. They right. wanted to see him 
the band back together for one more mission. And we got a small taste of it in season one when he, when he, when Picard meets up with uh, Riker and Troy, I think right. it, most people say that's their favorite episode. Now we'll get to see the whole band come together on one, one last mission. Um, I think Worf looks great with white hair. He looks oh. bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I do like the KFC memes that are coming out <laughs> from it because I think that's, uh, you know, Colonel Sanders, but Hey, I think it looks great. I, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're get a meme out of something. I mean, right, right. But that was that is fantastic. But but I, you know, we don't get a whole lot regarding plot. I mean, obviously they're dealing with the after effects of the fact that we've unleashed a Borg queen in the earth, right? Well, no, they kind of resolved that though in season two. So uh, I'll bet this has to do with the missing member of that montage there when we saw Wesley at the end in yeah, season two he, he took I, away. I'm betting this is some way going to tie into that otherwise why put it there yeah that was that was fan, why, yeah, why bring him in that's great yeah. and so and, so, and, and Soji we're going to see Soji again I'm sure and I think we'll see Brent Spiner uh, make an appearance he'll play maybe he'll play Remember um, well, remember they, yeah, they remember they referenced the the con files that may come up again too. So, yeah, or or he could play, um, uh, Nunian Sung's son that he played in, in season one. So I, I, I'm pretty sure we'll see, we'll, we'll see Brent Spiner back. Um, yeah, as far as the thing with Wesley Crusher, I thought that kind of pretty much wrapped up his arc. I don't, I'm not so sure we'll see him again. I don't know. I mean, he's basically Star Trek's Gallifreyan, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Always protecting Earth and the humans and stuff. Yeah. So the the exciting thing, and it came out from somebody who's involved in the show, the, the sword that Worf's carrying on his back is called a Curleth, and it was designed by the creator of the Batleth, Dan Curry. And he said, yes, you will see him use it. Oh, no. Nice. Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, what's the point of having a giant sword thing if you're not going to use it? I mean, exactly. that's just a waste of. To remove the heads of those without honor. This is yes. going to be great. Yes, you brought honor to your house today. <laughs> so, what we saw as far as uh, our heroes, kind of where they are in their lives. Well, we saw Seven of Nine. She's in a Starfleet uniform, she's got Captain's Pips on. They kind of hinted at that last uh, season of Picard. Um, uh, Rafi is not in Starfleet uniform. Seems like she's not, not in a good place. Um, um, Jordy looks like he, I think he has like, he's like a Commodore. Um, but he, he's in Starfleet uniform and so is, uh, Worf. Worf has captain's pips. Uh, Riker has, is a captain. Picard, I assume is still an admiral. Um, Troy and, uh, Crusher are in civilian clothes. So I'm not sure, you know, be. It'll be interesting to see where they when the show comes back what uh, where they are in their lives. So this is when's this set to drop? Is it set to drop in later this year, or are we looking next year? Twenty three. Twenty three. Oh wow, we got a while. Yeah, we, we do a while. Mm-hmm. Got a while for Christmas to come. That's right. I don't know why? I mean, it's all filmed. It's done and ready. They did it right after season two. Right. Just air it. They have other shows they yeah they have other shows they want to air right 
What, another season just, of Discovery? Who cares? Put Picard on. <laughs> just relax. You know, Star, Star Trek is for everybody, not just for what you want. Anyways, not just for it's your fun. childhood fantasies, Dave. Yeah, and, and it's Ace funny. Ace yourself. Say that. No. It's like a fine exactly. wine or a, a, a <laughs> fine, a fine tea Earl Grey, right? <laughs> Just, just you know, this is a, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Very good. Well, we do have uh, we do have other Star Trek like Lower Decks is coming, right? Uh, yes. So let's uh, watch a trailer for that, and then let's talk about that because I did not Yay. watch that trailer either. It's on. Prepare yourself for Warp 10 excitement. Discover the undiscovered country. The USS Cerritos remains impounded while their captain stands trial. Have you lost your mind? Captain Carol Freeman stands against... I can't believe this. I wonder how Mariner's taking it. Oh, I'm taking it. Taking it to the limit. Did you time your entrance to say that? What? No. Oh, yeah, she did. Starfleet isn't all about being fed fruit by erotic aliens with slightly different nose ridges. I could get real used to this kind of treatment. Sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty. It's on. This is an unauthorized launch. So begins the craziest adventure of your life. Yeah! These broken rocks are reading our nightmares, but I don't like my nightmares. Behold! So magical. There's going to be times when you need to make a mess of things before you can fix them. <laughs> like how I'm going to have to cut this guy's foot off so he can grow up a new one. Wait, what was that? <laughs> Whatever happens, <laughs> we're going to be right beside you. We're in this together. <laughs> Let's go. My head. Or Starfleet. Hell yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe we're at Deep Space Nine. Wait, wait, just buy me some time. Uh, sir, how, how do we do that? Uh, I don't know. Just circle around and pretend we're in awe of the pylons. Um, just keep circling. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you were complaining about Picard not coming soon enough, but this is dropping in a few weeks, right? <laughs> this, yeah, this is, you know, this is a good appetizer right here. Right, this, right. This I good. told you, you have to stay for it. Yeah, pace yourself. I mean, you want Star Trek on year round, don't you? Yeah. 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 No. I just want my pudding before the meat. Right, 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 right. Well, at this, I would say you have to eat the main course, but clearly this is, this so, is dessert. I mean, the best part about the trailer is, of course, the Deep Space Nine reference at the end, right? Just keep right. circling. <laughs> yes. Just pretend to be an awe. Yes, yes. Like, just keep circling. <laughs> So th this is a show that I only watched the first season of. Never watched season two, but uh, obviously they're bringing it back. It's it must be well loved. But I remember back in the diner we, when this was first announced, we were all a bit leery about them doing something a bit irreverent with the Star Trek that always kind of has taken itself seriously. 
And, uh, and, uh, this obviously does not. And it's injected a huge dose of humor, a little bit of Futurama humor back into Star Trek. It, it, it's, it's a wonderful treat. It really is. I mean, the, the entire, every episode is basically just one callback line after another to something else. And, and it, it, it's just, it, it satisfies enough of that, that, uh, uh, nostalgic part of me but just hilarious every well, which way it is pretty far removed from like the original inception of this very serious utopian society oh yeah oh, right exploration that we just take it we're just like being completely irreverent with it which i mean i love it's just but you're also not getting it. You're not getting it from like the admiral viewpoint. You're getting it from the right. lower decks. Like, right. And so I think there's also part of it, Dave, I know as a, so I know that, you know, being a person that kind of works behind the scene of a huge organization like our school, this is something that you resonate with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, well, that, that's, I think that's one of the reasons why it works is because it's the characters themselves are removed from this higher admiralty captain, this, you know, very serious talking. I don't know why I'm bringing on a British accent for seriousness, but apparently it's how it rolls, so apparently. we're going with it. Um, <laughs> so I'm chilling by the card. I don't know. Um, and they're just basically like going F you behind behind them, but <laughs> that's what you see in organizations is the people at the lower totem are looking at you being like, yeah, yeah, just keep shoveling the shit down here. We're dealing with it. Like, you know. That's exactly right, Miles. Exactly right, <laughs> Miles. I, I know. I know. Earlier, where we had talked, episode, like, and I, this was a while ago. You aren't a huge fan of Lower Decks. Has Lower Decks kind of grown on you? Are you still kind of like, I watch it because it's Trek, not my favorite Trek. Uh, the latter. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. It's still too silly and ridiculous for me. Yeah. Um. Now, I will watch it because there's some some great callbacks. I want to see them go to D Space Nine. I want to see, you know. But yeah, I, I don't have the same enthusiasm for it that that Dave does. Yeah. Um, now I have read, I've seen this now a couple different places that the next season of Strange New Worlds is going to have a lower decks crossover. How they're going to do this? I do not know. That'll be interesting. But I I am looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. M, did, uh, your thoughts. Did you watch uh, Lower Decks? Uh, are you excited about the show? I love Lower Decks. I love it. It's dumb and amazing <laughs> and glorious. It is one of my favorite things. Yeah. Good. So I probably should watch season two sometime and then get ready for season three. Let's talk Black Panther because I really wanted to. I watched this trailer numerous times and I'm going to be honest when I watch this trailer the first time, like I'm we're listening. I like Kiefer. I like watched it that we we're driving somewhere I'm like Kiefer watches. So I'm listening to the audio and I'm literally in tears as I'm watching this thing. So let's watch it. If you haven't watched it yet. No woman, no cry. No woman, no cry. Ilion, darling, don't shed no tear. 
So let's talk about this trailer. Interesting. I'm the Black Panther trailer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go into it with childlike wonder. So I didn't watch it. Oh, you did. That's all right. So you guys can talk about it, but I don't think you're going to spoil any of it. So. No, no. I, I don't think you can because they've committed one of my pet peeves with trailers, which is you show me a bunch of stuff that happens in a movie, but like there's no context. There's no like hint of what the movie is about plot wise i so for me for me i kind of like that like so i i know there's like they bring in the atlanteans it's part of the comic book lore of black panther right um so i know they have that parallel to it they don't they don't tell you who is the black panther so i don't know that uh maybe other people read it somewhere but i did not so and so i'm glad they're just mystery i know who i'm hoping it is um, but, uh, so there's that. And, uh, the song is perfect for this trailer. Cause yes. Cause you kind of capture the sadness of losing black Panther. And now they're looking for a replacement and, and the actor who played him will brilliantly, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Yes. I, I like that. They didn't just like, you know, find another actor and just kind of like, look over here now. Uh, it was a multiverse. <clears throat> I mean, they, they, they could have done that, I guess. They like, could have. But Black Panther, see, Black Panther works because it's a little bit like Doctor Who, right? I mean, the Black Panther dies, you regenerate into a new Black Panther. I mean, there's another person that takes up the mantle, right? Um, it's not exactly like Doctor Who, but it's that same concept. So you have multiple actors playing this character, and it's kind of they set it up even in the prior movie, right? But they, but they, it's still a unique character. It's still T'Challa, right. like right. So I, I like that they didn't just, 
I mean, because they could have, but they didn't. So I, I like that they like honored him by oh, not yeah. just kind of sweeping another rock. Like, nothing to see here. Yeah, it did happen. Did happen. No, they are. They do definitely acknowledge that. It'll be interesting to see how they create a new Black Panther because in the last movie, um, the bad Black Panther burned up all those plants that give the Black Panther his powers. And so. Didn't they show. Do they show if one of the flowers there? I think so. I wonder if I, I wonder if that flower. So, from what we know, that flower has existed only in Wakanda. But I wonder if that's a tie into the Atlanteans that we kind of see. Maybe that exists there as well. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We're calling them Atlanteans, but I don't think they're Atlanteans. They're actually more Mayan in nature. But. You're, you're cross. You're, you're- Cross yeah. Well, I've heard like this. The, the, the this person uh, was was Marvel's answer to Aquaman, or I should say, Aquaman came two years after Marvel's incarnation of this water guy. Um, but anyways, because this water guy appeared in like the very first comics of DC, of Marvel. So, oh, this, I think this is the Submariner character. Yeah, so this is Submariner. So this is a character that they're playing with. Um, but he did appear before, so I'm, I'm crossing streams. But really, it's uh, DC that was ripping off Marvel first. So, but, but anyways, I I don't know. I'm excited about this. We see uh, uh, we see Bilbo back, and so that's kind of cool. And <laughs> do you know the the, the metal that they kind of hammer out that V shape that gets kind of hammered out of that metal? Anyone know what that's for? Because I'm sure it means something that I don't not catching. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, that's all right. Well, Em, I'm glad you're waiting. I'm excited to see this. I have, um, it's probably the next movie, next movie that I'm excited to see. Oh, and maybe Black Adam. I'm kind of cautiously optimistic about Black Adam. That's the rock. Yeah, I mean, who, when does that, that, that drop in August sometime? Am I right? Possibly, because we talked about this a little while back. Yeah, we did. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. It might be about time. But, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm okay with talking with being done about that, but that's my... Any other thoughts on Black Panther? Uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Black Adam doesn't come out till October okay, 21st. Yeah, okay. So, it'll still be out before uh, Black Panther, but very uh, good. We got a lot of superhero movies this remainder of this year. Well, is that uh, should that does that lead us into Shazam too? Shazam! Let, let's watch that trailer and talk I'm about getting, that. I don't, I don't think M's excited enough. No, no, <laughs> obviously not. I'm watching the trailer, M, and then I want to hear your excitement. I'm an idiot. It's showtime. I don't deserve these powers. If I'm being honest, like, what am I even contributing? There's already a superhero with a red suit with a lightning bolt on it. Aquaman is literally huge and he's so manly. And Batman is so cool. And I'm just me. I feel like a fraud. It doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, the wizard gave me superpowers. And then everybody got superpowers. Where's everyone going? To fight crime? Okay. Now everyone's kind of like doing their own thing and I'm the only one trying to keep it together. You understand I'm a 
pediatrician, right? Come on! Now let's get down to business. business Listen business. to me, Billy. The fate of the world depends on it. The daughters of Atlas are coming for you. Children stole the power of all the gods. This is very personal, Billy. Look, I might not have as much experience as you because I'm not super old like you, <laughs> but I've seen all of the Fast and the Furious movies, lady. It's all about family. Family, guys, that was a signal. Introducing the star of our show. His name is Shazam. Your world will not survive this. I don't know how we fight powers like this. You think I know how to fix this, dude, but I really don't. Everyone can be worthy. Let's give it a chance. Now go fight for your family. Go fight for the world. I just threw a truck at a dragon. I love my life. Yeah. So, Em, tell tell me your reaction to this trailer. She's so excited. She's off. She's speechless. She's obviously speechless. Obviously, she's muted. I didn't. I was on mute because I I had to get it out of my system before I. I told you she was off, screaming in excitement. Yes. 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 So the Shazam story, when the first movie came out, I thought, okay, this is cute. This is fun. Then I saw the movie and I thought this has so much potential, but it also could go one of two ways. They could either really be, um, they could really be smart about it and come up with something fun for it, or they could destroy it and just ruin it all together. And um, I was funny enough. I was thinking about it just the other day. Like, you know, it's been a while. I wonder if they're working on it. And then Comic Con happened, and then the trailer, and I realized, holy stromboli, this is going to be amazing. This is really going to be fun. They did. They really thought about it. They weren't going to screw it up at all, and they didn't. I'm very, very happy. Um, I'm gonna. I'm very excited to see what's. What's uh, what's I, I'm excited to see it. I, I just was really happy that it's still something kids will enjoy. It's still something grownups will enjoy. Very good. Yeah, I never I really admired the editing of the trailer between like him at the pediatrician's office and everything else. That actually, I was really, yeah. I really like that. So I'm like, yes, if your movie is as good as your editing for this trailer, 100 percent take yeah. my money. Now, I have a question. I did not watch the first Shazam movie. Maybe that's I, I have to go. I obviously have to make that homework for me. So you you, you must see it, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's worth it. Okay, good. Chrissy, did, did you see the first one? I did not actually, but I. So it's another piece of homework for you. Don't your let, assignments don't, are piling up. Don't let your cat pee on it this time. Come on. <laughs> that was my DSM five that he beat on. <laughs> Yes. True story. Yes. Wait, whatever. 
one thing I really liked with the first movie, and I think they're going to um, continue in the second movie, they, they had a very positive representation of foster parents and foster parenting. And the young man who becomes Shazam, he's in a foster parent situation. And, you know, I, you don't really see that. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't watch the original movie was I think it came out back when I was still doing, like, family-based therapy. And I had a rule where I, like, just didn't watch anything that was like too close to work and i was okay. like it makes I was sense like, I, I you need to be able to turn it off um and i think sure. I'm, I'm just now getting to the point where i can watch family dramas again without like taking out my notebook and being like okay let me start drawing the family structure <laughs> like i'm like doing therapy in my brain while I'm watching the movie and not able to pause and like tell these people like you, 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 you are going to do a reactment now. Now you sit over there and you talk to this person. Yeah, I. Yeah, it doesn't take over the movie. There's there's plenty of goofball fun in the first film, but I mean, just. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you won't, that won't weigh you down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to have fun with that subject again. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah. Well, so all the cameos that they have bringing in from the other movies are they all in the movie? They are all, they're all in these movies, anyways. Well, I mean, the, the team Shazam, you know, those characters are, are coming back, in right? This one, um, and the, the the people who play the, the foster parents are in there too. Right. Um, I, I think it's interesting. The baddies are, is, is uh, Helen Marin and, and Lucy Liu. Hmm. I think I think it's the first superhero movie Helen Mar- Marin has done. Uh, it might I don't be, know. It might be. Well, they like they show clips like Aquaman and Batman at the beginning, but I assume they're not in the movie. They're not. He, um, Shazam is just referencing them in his uh, therapy right. session. Got it. Got it. Um, it's Helen Mirren. Mirren. Oh, okay, Helen Mirren. My apologies. The, yeah, the accent's in the front. Yeah. Oh, okay. But she's a goddess. She's amazing in all the things she does. Yeah. Well, I will have to watch Zam one and make that a part of my homework. So, <laughs> part of my homework before school starts. Um, Better yeah. than having to read Lord of the Flies over the summer. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? Um, <laughs> I still remember that. Uh, we never had a summer. We never had it a summer reading, but I did teach it and. There were some things that were good about that book, but I'm not a huge William Golden fan. Um, the uh, I had a question. Did I see talking about DC? Did I see, did I see rumors that they're that they greenlit or are moving forward with a Superman three? I thought I heard a news story come down the pike regarding that. I guess I'll Google it. No, we could Google it, but I just thought that they were moving forward with that. I, I saw rumors of it I, until I, I didn't pay much attention to it because it didn't seem like it was, you know, real or chisel and stone or anything. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you you referred to Superman. You mentioned chiseled. Got it. <laughs> I see what you did there. I mean, but I thought Henry Cavill was done. Like he's just done, done. Or are they gonna do like? Are they gonna pull a Robert Pattinson and get somebody from the cast of? Um, what is it? Vampires in high school and love. They can get. They can get. They can get Jacob to do the part. Ugh, gross. <laughs> All right, so I'm on Team Jacob anyway. Okay. Oh. 
Sorry. The last rumor I see for it came out in 2021, and it was a rumor that J.J. Abrams and somebody else, they'll have a new Superman project. Could feature Henry Cavill. Oh, maybe that's... Yeah, for 2023. Yeah. So if JJ's involved, just forget it. It's going to be horrible. Anyway, well, no, so. they'll be lost to the lens flare and they'll be fine. They, won't even have, they don't, I'm, I'm they don't even need Harry, Henry Cavill in because they can just like lens yeah. flare over the face lens and they'll be like, out. look. Well, the DC movies keep getting like darker and darker and then like they'll have lens flares. So we'll just be all, like be watching a blank screen and then all of a sudden flash of That's light. It. Yeah. That's it. Like, what is this? What am I watching? Oh, it's <laughs> JJ. No wonder. <laughs> But just go home now. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, speaking of going home now, I have to jump, but it was good to spend time with you. Uh, it was you great to have you on. Um, oh, no. Yeah, take care. Did, take care. Good. Bye. Yeah. Well, we shall see. We shall see if anything comes out. I'm sure they'll do Superman again. It's just question of where and did i hear talk what what series did i hear talk about them rebooting recently that surprised me i heard rumors of rebooting the original trilogy of star wars oh god i will murder someone did i did i did i hear that right that. i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up that's it google become my friend some discussion uh would they visually reboot Star Trek original series. Now we've seen. That's what I uh, was. We've seen this actor. Would they have an actor who plays Kirk? Would it, would they would they do that? I hope they don't. Oh yeah. We, oh, we, we already did that. We're we're done. We we've already rebooted it. It's fine. We're they had those J.J. Abrams movies, and and we're we're done now. We're okay. Don't don't touch it. Well, see, so uh, uh, rebooting the original trilogy like now. Um, if they're going to do it, makes a little bit of sense, right? Because you have an Obi-Wan that's, that you can age. You have the uh, Ian, is it McDormand, who plays the Emperor? Um, like, he's around yet. You could put him in. Um, you have you have a Darth Vader that's now around that, they've, they, that they can make extremely more badass because of the special effects that they have in place um, and what they were able to do with the original. So if they're going to do it, and you have Mark Hamill, you can de-age, and you know the you already have a young Luke running around. Why not do that? And you could do the same with well, you could bring in. They'd have to recast Princess Leia, right? I um, so, so no, no, no. In that universe where you have everything available to you, I mean, hell, go back and re- eliminate the last three movies they had and redo them. I'm. Be- I, I I heard talk I'm about them retconning them. One hundred percent. I heard about the. I heard yeah, about them doing that, that, Brett. But you have a. But it it does it does story. it does make sense because you have no. you have Boba Fett still hanging around, right? You have, you you can make this happen. You have a young, you have a young Lando. You can make that happen. You have the players in place. If you're going to do it, you need to do it now. I think Scott is intentionally gaslighting us right now. Is what I'm really I'm not, starting to feel. <laughs> Listen, I'm a fan of the original trilogy. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, doing it now makes sense. Why would you touch that? Why? Why would you do I'm that? I'm poking you're, the bear. All right, yeah. I'm poking why, the bear. Why? You're spending 
millions of dollars and, and and putting your resources into redoing what was already done and loved and accepted and just beautifully done. This this to, would be like to going potentially up, ruin the franchise. This would be like you going up with the Mona Lisa, you know, smashing it and being like, "Oh, it's okay. We'll just repaint it. It's no problem. We're just moving yes, on." Like, they, we already saw someone try repainting the Mona Lisa. It wasn't good. And it was a terrible idea. Why would I, why would I knock down uh, the Taj Mahal and rebuild it? Why would I do that? I, I, I don't. I don't even think Kathleen Kennedy is that dense to even try to do that. I, I really, I, I cannot imagine them making that decision. In so, like, I mean, that's I, what I, I like. I'm looking at the story now. This came out. This is Screen Rant, and this is uh, published July 3rd this year. Why the best Star Wars future could be a New Hope reboot. That's what they're saying. No, no. just no. 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 So, like, uh, so I, what I'm gathering that, here is you guys are not fans of this idea. You think it's that terrible. Scene from the office where that guy is just shouting no. That is me that right is, now. That is you. Well, they could they, they could improve in the scripting. I mean, Lucas was no script writer. No, but <laughs> again, no, that like part it. ain't broke. Exactly. That part ain't broke. It's, you know, Trek fans are contentious enough. Star Wars, the Star Wars group they are just downright toxic at times. You, you want to ruin your franchise? Go ahead. Go back and redo all the original stuff and do it. Even if you do it 99% perfect, you're, you're going to just, you can bring a, you can bring a Soka into it. It'd be great. Too big of a risk. I smell the gasoline. Right. Right. You know, and baby Yoda's baby Yoda's hanging around somewhere. Certainly bring him in. That's after the trilogy. No. Yeah, but, but yeah, well, that's when they find no. him. But he no was around prior. I mean, he was there when the temple fell, so he's around somewhere. Uh, oh my god! Uh, <laughs> why? why are you hurting my? Brain? <laughs> oh, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just literally, playing. literally, Gaslight. the only, <laughs> and even then, like the only, the only thing that I could possibly ever want would be like a better lightsaber battle. battle yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. But, but, but you see, all you that. need for that is to hand the series it. back to Lucas, have him redo things with more special effects, and leave the original no, series as no, is, no, and no, then no, everyone will be happy. No, just, just, just <laughs> leave it alone. Why would you mess with it? It's um, no. Disney has already ruined enough of my childhood. They do not need to touch that. Although to say this, let me let me let, let me let me let me let me present this. Disney did release footage that was actually unaltered from Lucas recently. It was a part of a trailer somewhere, somewhere. But I really, yeah, and it was like unaltered. <laughs> now I gotta look that up. This is um, the only original Star Wars that I am willing to accept them redoing. Star Wars Christmas Wars. special. And it's the only one. Okay. <laughs> Why do you mess with perfection? I mean, <laughs> come on here. Chef's <laughs> guest. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, let me see. So here it was. It was July 8th. Disney releases original unedited Star Wars trilogy footage for the first time. And it was a new trailer for the upcoming ILM documentary, Light and Magic, marks the first time Disney has released originally unaltered Star Wars footage. Just don't, just don't touch it. It's fine the way it is. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. Unaltered as in 
not like, cut like what, it was the original what, what they saw watching. in the what they saw in the theaters that's what you're saying the oh, original yeah, yeah the, the non lucas lucas fried editions that i had on vhs do you know what did, do you know what they should have done instead of allowing lucas to, lucas to alter it they should have handed it to jj all right now you really are <laughs> gaslighting <laughs> <laughs> because i mean i mean that's wrong that why not I saw that with Force Awakens. I don't need it again. <laughs> but did you see there was a somebody had it on? You can see it, find it on YouTube. They took the it, with whatever CGI they did and they redid the Vader Obi Wan Death Star lightsaber duel. Right on there. Oh my God! You want to see something cool? Look that up. That is just amazing. Literally, that is that is the only the only thing that I could possibly say like. I wish that that could be done better, but everything else, I just don't touch it. That Dave, I saw that and that was beautiful. It was like a two minute or three minute oh, footage. Yeah. It was great. Well done. Just awesome. And, and it's really only because it's now jarring, frankly, to go from what we're getting with the jumping into this net to, to whatever this poking at each other with sticks and kind of reminds me of like early fencing lessons when we're kind of like well you know you, you used the word jarring and now i'm thinking jar jar binks needs to be in this movie and so we're good so thanks a lot do you want me to turn this into an r-rated show really so did you also see dave that they took obi-wan and i saw someone cut it so that it was like a two-hour movie no they cut the it like they cut the series and they made it into like a two hour movie instead of six episodes. And they cut out a lot of the fluff and they were saying it was uh it was much better. I, I don't know where you can watch that, but I would probably find enjoy it. that much better. Yeah, so I would do but, that homework. But Chrissy, if you want to see a better Obi-Wan Vader lightsaber hour. duel, I do watch the Obi-Wan series. They make up for that duel. Yeah, so here it is. Obi-Wan fan edit. Obi-Wan Kenobi into a two-hour movie to fix awkward pacing. You will not trick me, So let me sir. see. Uh, hey, trick. Um, Jedi mind. Yeah, it's trick on his own personal it. website. Are you saying I'm weak-minded? I'm saying you're not. That's why I wouldn't work on you. Exactly. Yeah, so it's it's called the Patterson Cut. And you can go to Kai Patterson uh, on films.com and they, he has a Kenobi cut on it. And it's literally a two-hour cut of Kenobi. I, I could do that. Yeah. I think I actually only have like two episodes left in Kenobi, and I just I don't know. I I start watching it. And so then basically, like, basically, it's it's um there. He was trying to get it on Disney Plus, but so far Disney Plus has not been playing nice with him. So of course not. But. It's Disney. Do they ever play nice with anybody in the sandbox? The answer is no, they do not. So Which is you, weird. In order to watch it, you have to log in with like a Gmail account and uh, and then you can watch it. So. Well, guess what I'm going to be doing. Yep. So you can. Uh, yep. And then you can. Yeah. And you can watch it right there. So I might have to watch that. We'll see. Anyway, so that's a little bit more positive. And uh, I really wasn't trying to gaslight. I was just kind of thinking that if you're going to do redo the trilogy, now makes sense. But obviously, uh, you guys are not no, fans. So no, bah humbug to you all. 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why would you touch perfection? I mean, you have you have you have you have the Lars families hanging around. They have all the players in place. No. All right, I think that we're uh, good here to probably uh, wrap up the show, but I do appreciate the conversation. That that's that's what the title of the show should be. Not all of a it should be should Star Wars the original trilogy be rebooted. That's that's going to be the and then we'll we'll get all sorts of great fans sharing their thoughts. The answer is no. Now this is obviously yes. Yes indeed. The players are in place. Guess like that Facebook page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I believe that's about it. So uh, uh, anything else we need to talk about? No, I think we covered it. You know, one of the things we do need to talk about, I know Miles and I, you and I, you and I talked about it. We do need to get back to like reviewing either a movie or a pilot. I do miss that. So we got to do that in upcoming episodes. So. We do. Yeah, either a classic sci-fi movie from. Do you know what we should do? Is we sh- we should make it homework to watch the Patterson cut of Obi Wan because it's the only way that that Jen's going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Send me the links. I will. I will give it a go. Ah, I just- so we can. Well, why don't we make that our homework for two weeks? To watch okay. the Patterson cut of Obi Wan Kenobi, because those of us that have watched all of it can then comment on it. And Jen and Chrissy, because you watched the uh, part of the original, you'll also be able to comment on it. Maybe, maybe you think this pacing's better. Maybe it's just—it's one of those things where I'm like, if I'm if I'm like sitting there going, I really want to do this other thing right now. I'm, yeah. So uh, I will uh, drop the uh, link into it. So link it to chat so you guys can find it. All right, uh, Miles, that's what we're going to do. So if you want to watch the pattern cut and give us your own thoughts, and uh, we would love to hear your thoughts as well as to whether you think the original trilogy should be rebooted. I obviously am not in favor with the rest of the crew here at the diner. So, uh, but we'd love to hear your thoughts about it. And uh, we'll talk about that. You actually think that we should do this? Oh, I did think that it's worth the conversation. I'm not saying it's a good or bad idea, but uh, I think the players are in place that if Disney's going to mess with it now, now is a good time to do it. That's what I'm saying. But (laughs) all right. So, but uh, but uh, we'll see what other people say. So. All right, so uh, Miles, why don't you take us out of the show here? All right, till next time, good night and good luck. We'll see ya. Leave your tips on the table. And go boldly. Yes, you heard it here first. Chrissy said cats are assholes. You heard it here. Chrissy I mean, loves her assholes. Got it. <laughs> the, the difference between dog people and cat people. You call a dog an asshole and like the people are going to be bad and fighting words. You call a cat an asshole. The cat lover is going to be like, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty oh, much. I, it. I call my dog an asshole all the time. I know. I, mean, I know. I've had discussions with people 
like having an abusive roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's probably fair enough. Fair enough. I, 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 I still, I, you know, talking about dog people and how uppity they are, I still remember there was a pet shop uh, where Manor Cinema was. When you, as you're staring at Manor Cinema, those of you that, if you listen to this online, uh, there's a movie theater to the right of it. There was this pet store that was there. And I remember I was in buying pet food for my dog, Petey, at the time. And I... Petey, Petey would eat whatever. He didn't care. So I never bought him the most expensive dog food, right? And this lady behind me could not believe I was feeding my dog that crap and virtually said that. And Chris was in Haiti at the time, and I was so livid at it. I wrote, I wrote this poem called Idiot in the Pet Store, and I wrote, I wrote a poem about it. Um and how indignant I was that, you know, that, you know, I spend my money not on expensive dog food, but to help people in the impoverished country of Haiti. And if you continue this, I might just ship your dog to Haiti so that people can eat. And yeah, that's, that's the way it ended. So I was, I was very uh, pacifistic and uh, non, non, um, non, um, what do they call that? Uh, underhandedly aggressive toward her. Yes. 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 <laughs> Your anger and pain and made, made something great. Right. You yes. didn't turn to the dark side. Yeah. The, yeah. the pen is mightier than the, the sword or the keyboard is at least. That, that we call that um, coping mechanism. A, uh, what is it? Tupelo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, see? Yeah, Anna yeah. Freud. Thank yeah. you for, for helping me out with yeah. that when we handle yeah. our anger and something productive. Yeah. Very much revealing yeah. this this is what's been going on in my world primarily. Oh, okay. This loveliness. That sounds great. I am this close to getting approval to take the test. I've never been so excited to take a test. And Scott, if you were telling your students that after they're done school, tests and papers and presentations are done, you are a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I never tell my students that. But... I was lied to. <laughs> <laughs> you apparently were. Yeah. You should celebrate, I, I by, was. You should celebrate by watching some movie one Kenobi. <laughs> 